Flyers Daily with Jason Mertides. All right, another brand new edition of Flyers Daily for the 30th of January, 2024. Flyers Daily, as always, presented by Ticketmaster, Make More Memories Live. It is also time for part two of our All-Star Break pseudo bye week uh, Ask Billy episode. It's part two. So here he is from PhiladelphiaFlyers.com, NHL.com, and HockeyBuzz.com, Bill Meltzer. These two questions I'm going to lump together, and I think it's a really important two questions um, that are in the same vein. We start with Chris Haight. He says, hashtag ask Billy, this team looks tired both physically and mentally. Do you think the non-hockey things going on uh, surrounding Hart and Cutter Gauthier have affected this team more than they want to admit? And Anthony, Spunky41182 says, does it seem like there's a loss of morale over the last week, or is it tired bodies dealing with the rigors of the schedule? reaching a heavy workload. Um, I don't get a sense, Bill, um, from being around the team and the players that uh, there is, a, you know, a mor- any down morale or any of that. I, yeah. I think especially in season, players look at adversity with, you know, bated breath in a way. They go, okay, you want to give us some adversity? We'll, we'll kick its ass. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I, I think yeah. that's the hockey mentality. But I think the team does look physically and mentally tired because of the schedule. And I think a big part of that is the heavy road schedule that they had in the first half of this season. I don't think it's towards his training camp. I think it's no. the fact that they got every West Coast trip and every time zone trip knocked out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, and again, they, they, particularly in January, they, they played a lot of hockey this month, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and uh and you've got veterans like uh, you know, like Couturier playing twenty minutes a night every game, right? It, 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 there's going to be there's going to be some wear down effect. Uh, you know, you have the you have some time, a little bit of time before the stretch drive, but you want to be able to get those guys sufficient rest. But before you go into it, um, I mean, listen, you know, they're, they're human beings, and uh, the I, I have no doubt that the Carter Hart situation is a stressful one for everyone on the team, uh-huh. right? And, and it went from an area where you, it went from an area of you, you felt like it's one of the team's biggest strengths. A big question mark right now. Yep. Um, just like that. Just, just like that. Just like that. I, I, I don't think the the go. I think if anything, the Gautier thing was more of a. It brought the group that's already here a little closer together. Um, yep. You know, I, you, you don't know, I, you know, like, uh, like. Travis Sanheim, a guy who's pretty, you know, pretty much a laid back type B kind of personality. A lot of the time, he was kind of pissed about it, and, yeah. and it was like, well, we don't want a guy. You kind of said, we don't want a guy here who doesn't want to be here. Yep. You know, and, and and last summer when when he skipped development camp and all these guys had done their development camps, you know, they resented that a little bit. So I and they I, noticed. I, they, they certainly <laughs> noticed. They, they, yep. they noticed it, right? And and uh, so you know, I I actually think that it it. Uh, if anything, it brought that group, you know, that a little bit closer together. Remember, remember that this overlapped also with the when the Flyers brought off that five game winning streak and mm-hmm. two of the games without Couturier or Drysdale. Yeah. Um, so I, I I don't think that situation has really had any kind of a negative effect. Um, in in terms of loss of morale, I haven't seen that. What what I've seen is particularly the the last couple of games, the Tampa game. You know, in the Boston game, um, exactly what you didn't want to have happen. You you fall behind multiple goals early. Um, 
the the Boston game, and you were sitting next to me in the press box. The first ten minutes of that game, we were saying, "Hey, this is a pretty good first ten minutes." They they yep. probably with a lot of energy. Boston didn't really get a lot of chances in in those ten minutes. Um, you know, then uh, then Pasternak uses I think Sandheim as a screen, shoots between his legs, which one of the, you could attest to, right? That's a hard save for a goalie because he's not he's not seeing the puck. Yeah, he doesn't see it off the stick. Yeah, he, he does, doesn't see the release point. And um, and next thing he knows, it, it's on him. So that's a, you know, if that was a clear-sighted shot, that'd be a bad goal. But but with the the, the screen there, that's a, that's a very very tough save. Um, and then the wheels fell off over the next yeah. you, know, you, you break down four and a half yeah. minutes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, one going off of you know uh, Dan Heinen's face uh, off of a stick off of his face. It was like that's like a triple deflection by the time it was done. It went off a defender. Yeah. It went off his stick. It went off his face, and it went into the net. What are, what are you going to do, right? Yeah. What are you going to do? And then, then you give up another one, um, you know, and and bang, 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 three, and then four, and then yeah, yeah you're done. You're done for the day. You're not coming back against Boston in that. So, uh, you know, I I do think they've had some some trouble um, in these uh, stopping the bleeding a little bit. You know, that that's one of the things you need is the. You, gain, you give up a goal and you gain, regain your equilibrium, even if you don't just come right back and score. You do need a couple of stabilizing shifts. Um, that's, you know, what's ended up happening is rather than the stabilizing shift, they'll take a penalty or they'll, yeah. they'll turn another puck over or, or, or something. That That's kind of been where, where I think things have kind of gone off kilter in, in the last week or two. But I, but I don't think it's been a, a matter of the team, you know, Lower morale. I do. I do think they're mentally tired and physically tired. That, but yeah. that, but that's no excuse because everybody is. So I, I referred to the Bruins in that four and a half minutes at the end of the first period where they got the four goals as as the group of friends that comes over right after you clean your apartment back in the day before we were married with kids and all that. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. you clean up your apartment real good, and then your four friends come over. And they just destroy your apartment. There's beer cans, sandwich wrappers. There's yep. crap everywhere. You're like, I just cleaned the place. <laughs> and they yeah. come in and they just destroy your place in four and a half minutes. And then you're out of the game. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, and and it's like, oh, it's like too much mess to clean up right now. I'll get it later. <laughs> exactly. And it's yeah. that way for another week. But now they yeah. got this 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 break. Yeah. Um, exactly. let, me, let me ask you this one, Bill, because this comes in from Eric Hansen. He says, uh, do you think the Flyers will trade for a goalie? Um, Arison can't handle this huge workload. Um, is that a possibility? Could they look at a veteran goalie to bring in here? Somebody um, that's not going to cost you a lot. The, the goalie market's been really weird this year. Yeah, We've seen more goalies get waived and not claimed in a league where two-thirds of the league doesn't have goaltending. <laughs> that's, that's, so so yeah. I, that kind of, I think, affects it for me, but... Do they go out and maybe look for some goaltending help, or do they rely on Peterson or, or Felix Sandstrom? Well, uh, you know, and, and and really they're not so worried about the cap right now. With Peterson's an awfully expensive AHL goalie. Yeah, you know? I mean that 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 was you know it was a contract they kind of had to take on realistically to you know to get the the Provorov trade to get the return that they got in, in the Provorov trade, but uh, you know. I, I I think that if they are at least in the bubble or, or whatever, you might pick up a, an expiring contract for the rest of the year, maybe yeah. just just to just to have a little bit of 
veteran stability of the position. That's uh, uh, listen. This, this is an opportunity for Felix and for Cal to say, hey, you don't have to look any further. We, we when you need when you need a, a spot star, we can give that for we can give that to you. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd feel more comfortable with it if either guy had been more consistent with the Phantoms than they've been. But um, you know, but it, so I, I it's not totally totally out of the realm of possibility that they could do it. Um, I don't think it's a top priority right now. They they really want to give um I mean they want to give Urson a lot of playing time. Last year with I and I agree with this that last year with the Phantoms, he almost got too much playing time down, yeah. down the and, and and why I thought that like the last week of the season and their their playoff series, he was out of gas. But uh, you know, right now he's been he was kind of splitting time with Carter. They were going almost on a on a alternating basis. So, you know, I, I don't think it's been a matter of o- overplay. Although he's played a lot of games in a short period of time, but but I do think you 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 know you do want to have a guy that you, you're playing a back to back again or a forward six or whatever. You feel you can go to and and he can keep you in the game. I I think that for the, in the short term. They're they're going to give Peterson and Sandstrom a chance to show that they can be that guy that can come in and give you a quality start when you need one. But there's still a while to go till the deadline, so I I, I do think it's possible. I I think they only have three back to backs left the entire year, but the month of March, I think there's 15 or 16 games. It's yeah. insane. Yeah. Almost every other day. Yeah. Every other yeah. Day. I mean, it, I mean that's nuts, and, and no guy's going to be able to play all of those for yeah. sure. Uh, Erson's played 25 this year. Hart played 26, and Peterson now appeared in three games with an 889 save percentage and a 338 goals against average. Not exactly great numbers. Yeah. Um, last thing, Bill, on Friday uh, at Wells Fargo Center, I had just the time of my life at the alumni. It was, and I've been to some of the alumni games before. I remember I went to the one against Pittsburgh, sat in the stands with my wife and my kids, and we had a blast, and it was great, and seeing some of those players. Um, But this one on Friday was different because I I think it also encapsulated the return of the moral compass of the franchise. And I think that was on such display. When you saw, when you heard the intros, you know, the, the ovations that Keith Jones, Danny Breer, and Dan Hilferty got, um, I thought that, that was very apparent, and I think there's a real recognition of this fan base um, that they are trying to, uh, you know, win some people that they lost and and do right by yeah. people that have stood with. Um, but the event from the opening ceremony, um, the way that the Boston Bruins lined up as the 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 seventy the two cup teams walked off the ice and shook everybody's hand, yeah. like there was just hockey class personified in the building with a lot of legends, and then the game didn't disappoint in any way, shape. I thought it was a perfect, great blend of hockey and the culture of the game. Oh, 100%. I, I think that the, uh, you know, the, this was a grand slam home run. And even when they were doing the, the VIP you know, thing with the fans there, there were uh, there were some, some of the Bruins alumni were there too. Um, and particularly Bruins – Alumni who'd been with the Flyers, you know, in their career, like Kenny Lindsman, of course, yep. started out play, and Ke- Kenny was there, right? Rat was there, um, you know. I, uh, before during the morning skate, uh, Brian Smolinski was, and he's a, I never really met Smoke before, really nice guy, yeah, really good guy. <laughs> um, 
but you know, it was just they they noticed it. And uh, if you go into the even you know even the Bruins people comment on like this is really just done first rate. Um, yeah. When you know the, there were mistakes made uh, by management in some of these previous alumni games from older regimes. Um, you go back. I, I one of the biggest mistakes I, I and standing standing in the locker room. I was thinking about this. You know when they when they did the 50th anniversary alumni game. So this was this is Bob Clark's final alumni game as a player. It was Bill Barber's final alumni game as a player. Um, I believe it was Danny's first alumni game. It was the yep. 2017 one? So he played he played in it. You know they the the alumni were not allowed to use the Flyers locker room. The Flyers were in Boston, so the locker room could but the locker room doors were closed, locked. They yep. so they they had to go use an auxiliary. Yeah, they had these in auxiliary room, you know, well, the old NBA one room, yep. which is not a not a special room at all, you know. Other than that's where I do intermissions, pregame and post. Yeah, well, that, that's special. <laughs> that's special. But, but you know, but you know, to have to have Bob Clark and Bill Barber dressing in NBA one and Lindros and you yeah, know, it's not it's right. A, it, it, it's 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 not it's not the right touch, right? Yeah. Here, the, with their their beautiful new locker room, yeah. You know, uh, it, you know they. It was one. It was their locker room for for that the time that they were there, yeah. and they all remarked and like, "Oh my gosh, I wish our room was like this when you know when I was playing here." It's a special uh, locker room for special players, and they were treated special. They were with they were it. they were treated yep. they were treated in that first rate kind of way. Yeah, um, Dan Hilferty was around all day long. He didn't just yeah. just pop in. You know, good good luck to you guys and out. He was no. around all day long, making making the rounds, introducing himself. Uh, a lot of people knew who he was, right? But yep. but Walker and introducing himself to the um, Flyers alumni were there, to the Bruins alumni who were there, walking around, making sure people were having a good time. You know, all, all, all those little touches, the, the, you know, the Ed Snyder kind of like things that, uh, yeah. that that made, you know, and he's not trying to emulate Ed Snyder, he's being himself, but but these little touches, right? Um, the, Keith Jones being, a, being around the whole thing. Craig Berube coming back and, and being on the bench yeah, for there. It was awesome. And, and, and Margie kept that a secret for me, you know, till the, till the day before. Yeah. I, I didn't even know about it till, till Thursday. Um, you know, sitting, and, and just on a personal note, sitting uh, before the morning skate, the alumni had a breakfast in the Chef Four Club because, you know, at nighttime, um, you know, the, and all the players are happy and excited to do the, the VIP with all the fans there, which is, you know, they'll sign any autograph, take any photo with, you know, they, they're, they're great with the fans, but this is really the time for the alumni to be together. Yeah. Just that group. And, you know, and, and I'm like, I'm, I'm sitting around at the table, you know, and I'm looking around and there's, uh, there's Bill Clement and there's Bundy and there's, there's Reggie Leach and there's, there's Dave Schultz. I was like, Oh my gosh, what am I doing here? But yeah. you know, but it, but it's yeah you're, you're flying the wall you're listening to their conversations yeah and, and those those guys like there were so many um, if if you go on to the uh, you go on to the uh, Flyers alumni social media there's there's a picture of of Eric Lindros planting a kiss on Bernie Perron's head saw you it know? loved yeah. it yeah I mean it's just and another two just 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 laughing it's, it's such a good time no nobody wanted that night to end. And yeah, the, the fans felt that way too. I mean, there were fifteen thousand plus for an alumni game, 
and wow. you know and then it, then it spilled over the next day with the uh you know rick talking and homer deserve better for their their hall of fame inductions it wasn't arranged and handled nearly as well as it should have been i'll tell you with rex man they they hit that one out of the park his you know he was having, blown away yeah having the the previous inductees out at center ice to welcome him yeah to you know to the hall of fame um having the way that his family was treated they they were really treated you know like celebrities mm-hmm. they, uh, they they got they got the first rate treatment that they deserved um having you know having the the building wasn't full of course at the very beginning but by the end of it when people were there for the game and whatever he got he got the ovation and the appreciation the recognition that he deserved and uh you know unfortunately the, the game wasn't what we all hoped it was but the atmosphere was so yeah. just just a plus all the way i had one of those moments where uh, the staging area for them to go out for the ceremony is MBA one, the locker room that I work out of. Right. And, you know, we, Brian Smith and I got done pregame and I'm just sitting there in that locker room. And just right across from me was Rex and his family, his wife, daughter, his sons there. Um, and, you know, if I just took like a 360 panoramic picture in here, I got Brian prop here. I got Clark. Yeah, I got yeah. Homer. I got, Dave Schultz sitting back here and Jimmy and Joe Watson and Eric Lindros and John, they're all in there hobnobbing with each other. And they're like lining up Tina, the, the coordinator is lining them all up in that room. And Dan Hilford, he's lined up there and he looks over around the pillar and he sees me, he goes, Oh, Jason, I didn't even know you were there. And I, I got up out of my chair and I walked over to Dan and I, he said, you're being so quiet. And I walked over and I said, this room is not lost on me. <laughs> and yeah. he looked at me and he said, it is not lost on me either. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. And, and what I thought, and it'd be remiss if I left if I left this out, the most special touch of the weekend. Um, and, and I've Joe. gotten to Joe Joe Watson. Yeah. You know, like I said you, you go you go back to October eleventh, nineteen sixty seven. That's the Flyers' wow. first game. First game. Joe's in the lineup, right? January twenty sixth, twenty twenty four. Joe Watson's in the lineup. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and Joe has estimated to me that uh, not even not even counting minor hockey as a kid, but between junior hockey, the NHL or, or minor leagues in NHL and alumni hockey, he's played twenty five hundred games. Holy. Yeah. And, and he didn't mail in a single shift. Never, never once. Not even. You know, <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, his final game, final game, he wore a helmet. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, but but the way that they, you know, I mean, it was it was partially a practical thing because he was out there for the ceremony with the cup team that he had to go in and get dressed for the game. Yeah. But I really like, you know, Lou introduced him about five minutes in, into the first period. Yeah. Huge ovation. And, and, and Joe, you know, I've watched games with Joe, you know, I, mm-hmm. and with other alumni, too. You know, of course, of course, all the alumni, you know, they, they root for the Flyers and whatnot. But Joe is is gets emotional. Joe yep. gets upset when the team's not playing well, or he's you know he gets excited when they're winning. I mean, he's he's like you know he's like he's like a super fan who also happened to play for the team for ten yeah. years and then worked for the team for thirty years after that. So, you know, I I think for Joe to get that kind of appreciation and and you know be treated given the special treatment that he deserved, that that was fantastic. That that might have been my favorite part of all of it. Yeah, it was great. 
maybe my favorite parts are parts that not everybody saw. If you, if you saw when they brought the alumni out, Brian Prop had a gr- bright green blazer. <laughs> and I'll say it on here. Clarkie comes into the room and goes, I-, I can't say it all, but holy bleep, who dressed you proper? <laughs> and Proper goes, this is Florida wear. We're not in Florida. Yeah, that's great. That's oh, great. that's great. Yeah, those got yeah. Oh, it's the ball yeah. busted until the end. Um, right to the end. Right to the end. That, that, that's <laughs> fantastic. That's the best. Oh, it was so fun. <laughs> uh, what a great night and uh, great stuff. And I know Bill, you did a lot of work, and everybody that did work on it, you hit an absolute grand slam, and it couldn't have been done better. So to everybody that was involved in that, from Tina and Cindy Stutman and all the people in her department and every other department, it was fantastic great night uh that's gonna put a wrap on this edition of flyers daily everybody we'll be back we'll have some great guests this week owen Tippett's gonna join us i believe we'll have travis connect me from all-star uh we'll also have a conversation with jeremy drysdale and much more brian boucher is gonna join us as well uh so we'll have a lot for you on this bye week so check in daily and we'll be back tomorrow with yet another brand new flyers daily